And I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, I have a dream. Congratulations, and you're doing a great job with your poopies. Congratulations. I know your mom is going to be so happy for you. I and I want to thank you in advance for being a Donald Trump supporter when you get older. All the best from your daddy, Papa Dickie. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the ATO show. It's been a while. A lot's happened. Uh, Wait, what's happened? What? Yeah. Since, since we last seen you, uh, hundreds of thousands of people around the world uh, have, di- have died due to COVID-19. That's not good. Um, but uh, uh, protesters in, in Minneapolis uh, burned down a precinct, uh, for the fir- a police precinct, for the first time in American history. That's Which, extremely- by the way... It's cool. Yeah. Cool as hell. We endorse that. Yeah, yeah. We in the pod endorse that wholeheartedly. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, uh, in in Seattle, uh, the Cap Hill Autonomous Zone now encompasses uh, basically an entire neighborhood. Cool. Of, also of downtown. Cool. That that is awesome. Um, and here to discuss all these uh, uh, happenings and more uh, for the first time on the show, uh, we are proud to welcome. Uh, Wolfgang. Thank you. From, from Weird Celtics Twitter. How are you? How are you Hi. holding up? I'm okay. Um, I should have been in bed like three hours ago, but King. if I'm quiet, that's why. <laughs> You're a trooper. We, we stand a sacrificing King. No, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so headline number one. The NBA is inviting 22 teams to Orlando, 13 Western Conference, 9 Eastern Conference, 8 regular season games per team, playing for the 8 seeds, starting July 30th or 31st, I can't remember, uh, and going through October. This was ratified by the NBA owners, 29 to 1. The NBA is back. Thoughts? Maybe. (laughs) Guess who's back? Maybe. In theory, Yeah, in theory, I don't know. I mean, it seems like something bad is almost certainly going to happen. Like, it's it's kind of been, I, I don't know. I don't want to say surreal. That's not the right word. But it's been kind of interesting to watch this happen where everybody kind of knew that this was a bad idea and that, like, things aren't ready. And that's just sort of been the theme of COVID is that there is a disease out there that doesn't give a shit, you know, how over it the economy or people or anything is and there there's sort of just a collective you know not to get too high up on the pedestal on a pe- basketball podcast but there is a collective like uh, all right this is over now and we're seeing some of the you know some of that kind of leak out as we get closer to you know hammering stuff down and sort of this stuff just sort of was decided and pushed through seemingly without really consulting the players um, yeah. And it, it, it seems like we're going to – it seems like it's at least going to ha- – like I'm sure teams are going to report and people are going to be there. But there's go- there's going to be a lot of weird stuff I think that's going to happen before this thing's over. And I don't think it's – I don't think it's crazy to think that uh, there's like a better than, what, 20, 30 percent chance. And I think I'm being pretty conservative there that, that – we do. We don't get an NBA champion this year. That like something will happen between now and then that derails this asterisk season. 
It would uh, be very funny if the Sixers won and in these circumstances. I guess uh, it wouldn't count. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we were saying it all last year, right? They're going to win 70-something games, right, and waltz to the championship. I mean, look, we were wrong you about know, the games, but, you know, it's, it's our, our prediction is still alive. Jack, yeah. they would have won 70 games if you just let them. If we right. played the season out, right. we would have got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just look we're, at we're this. Some of the details about the, the NBA's plan and, and the player response, but... Uh, yeah, well, the NBA is going to try to disguise this as anything but like a naked cash grab, um, and you shouldn't fall for it. This is a, listen, a, I, I, owned I and operated by billionaires. The who's advice of um, taking your firstborn and like sacrificing him above your doorframe, and then you know COVID won't come around, and we just have to. That's just for the economy. Those are economy points, and if you have enough economy points, then that protects you from COVID. See, that's. Mm-hmm. That's what Nate Duncan doesn't want you to know, is the economy points, is the actual Narax alone. Well, just, but. I, like, uh, just as someone who's, like, been working in, like, uh, ostensibly, you know, a health place, <laughs> like, 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 the shelter system that I work in is essentially, like, the COVID, you know, we have all the same precautions, we've got people sleeping there, you know what I'm saying? I can tell you right now, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. This, there's no... All these, like, procedures and shit like that, like, every person you add is another variable, and it really only takes, like, one person. Like, I, there's, I, I don't really see a way that they're going to be able to keep, like, like COVID out of, of this yeah. thing. Like, That's it's just too widespread. Especially, yeah. especially because they chose, I, they happen to chose, the like, probably the most, the one state that, is having the 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 biggest spike right now, so it's like, well, that was great. Yeah, you had fifty chances. It's it's not it's not about it's not about are we making sure everybody's protected? It's about how can we get this done without people yelling at us? Um, and that's that's where the battle is being fought right now, like psychically, <laughs> like which in the, why, are the I, games. Which is why I don't even think it's gonna happen still. Like I'm still right. on like eighty percent chance. It does. It, we're, I yeah. can't even imagine turning on my TV and watching basketball for another like year at this point. Yeah, like the act yeah. of ch- turning to NBC Sports Boston and there being Celtics on my TV seems so alien of a con- <laughs> of a concept no, right I, now. I don't want to say. It just seems entirely fantastical what the NBA yeah. is trying to do. A, a, a bubble in Orlando with, yeah. with like, <laughs> di, di, you know, players getting access to Disney movies ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's totally bizarre. But uh, let's get to headline number two. Sources. Wait, 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 Matt, Matt, Matt. Wait. Headline number I just, two. One more question. All right. No, all wait, right. wait. Uh, <laughs> do we know it? Are the games outside or are they inside? They're <laughs> <laughs> like because the one science we do know is like it's better outside so if they're not even scheduling the games outside which they could do like we watched uh we watched an ncaa game on an air force carrier like we can have nba games with no fans outside but if they're not even willing to do that then they don't give a fuck about who gets sick oh, or not like no. Literally, they don't. They're doing. They're using the. What, I think one of them is literally that fucking summer league gym where like the wall is almost directly below the backboard. You're gonna have people just smashing into that wall. Like, can you imagine playing playoff basketball with like how much space that is? It's like two feet. 
Like, these guys, like, decapitate, like, cameramen all the time. There's no fucking way, like, nobody's not going to get hurt, like, playing in, like, a, a practice gym. Like, full-speed playoff games. Yeah. It's such even a bad the, idea. Yeah, no, even the best laid plans can go awry. <laughs> this is, like, a terrible <laughs> plan in the middle of a the worst <laughs> pandemic in 100 years. Headline number two. Sources... Kyrie Irving led a call of 80-plus NBA players, including Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony, and Donovan Mitchell. And Irving and several players spoke up about not supporting the resumed season due to nationwide unrest from social injustice racism, according to Woj, ESPN story on Kyrie Irving, the disruptor. King. King. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Kyrie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was so mean. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole... Yeah. I, People and people just can't stop proving them right because every, <laughs> everyone's just like, well, why do you have to protest it now? Why can't we have something before or after the game or like in a in a in a nice orderly thing that I can ignore right before? Like, why do you have to? <laughs> well, like, why do you have to that. hold yeah. up? Why do you have to hold up the one thing I want? And they they don't get like that's the whole point. Like, yeah, they, why, no, but you want you, to just watch basketball and forget about it? Like, that's why yeah. he's holding it up. Yeah. Headline number three, Kyrie Irving is wait, wait, hold on. more people than we thought. Woj. Real quick, <laughs> is, is the disruptor listed as a nickname in his uh, basketball index? Uh, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad no, at all. No. But honestly, I, I like how like, they, they framed it that like Kyrie's like crazy because well, he, he thinks that's yeah. like, A, this is a bad idea. <laughs> And it's it's kind of like an infringement on people's civil civil liberties. The immediacy, well, the yeah. immediacy which which they just brush it aside, and they're like, "This crazy idea makes me think it has actual traction." Like, yeah, no, <laughs> in a absolutely. Psychology way. <laughs> no, there's no way. Like, I guarantee you that there is more that there's that there are other players who agree with this, but because. But the reason it's being, and I'm sure Kyrie was like the first one to speak up, but the reason it's being framed as it's Kyrie Irving, it's, you know, it's Dwight Howard is because those are the guys who you can like paint a target on, you know, like those are the guys who, you know, have quote unquote, like character issues. So you're hiding like the blatant, I mean, quite frankly, like racism of trying to like, you know, just skate past that, um, not wanting to give the players a chance to observe, you know, a real civil rights uh, moment <laughs> that the country yeah, is having. Well, that, Sam. Yeah. well, I mean, like, I mean, it's not like a funeral. Like, they're, they're not trying to take out time off to mourn. It's more of like, yeah. you, people, they're not dumb. They know that people want basketball to be back on so that people will stop being in the street and go home and watch TV. Like it's ve- it's not a coincidence that this is happening after we've had no sports for months on end. So people have yeah. nothing to do and they're pissed all the time. So yeah. and basketball, like but have I, you, have you, Will tweeted as much. Like he's aware. Like they know that if basketball just goes back on, a lot of people are just gonna go home and they. Well, I I don't know if they know it in these words, but th- they're aware of the power they hold in their hands right now, uh, putting basketball back on TV, and some of them are feeling that power in their hands and getting ideas with it, which is a little dangerous for, for, for the, the black person to have is ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's but, like but what have you considered? It, have you cons- but I also just think like, I, I think we really got to like hammer home that I think that that's why I really think that that's why the framing has been, it, this is 
Kyrie Irving's idea because Kyrie is the guy who says third eye, blah, 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 blah. So you can dismiss it out of hand as like, oh, this is such a kooky idea to like hold I think up he knows the that. season. I think Kyrie himself is okay taking that on. Yeah. No, I, he's, I, he's I, also uh, VP of the uh, players exactly. union. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and and he, I, I think it's a compelling I, argument. I can't that, believe that you guys right now, wanna... though. <laughs> I'm, Where is this going? It's a compelling <laughs> argument that, uh, like, we're basically uh, I mean, we these these last like what uh, months since the the murder of uh, uh, George Floyd. Uh, I mean, we've kind of seen the most militant action in the streets, certainly in my lifetime, mm-hmm. um, and it's been reflected in like slogans like "defund" or "abolish the police," um, and those are fairly radical slogans. Um, and I, I, you know, I mean, I, I think it makes the ruling class fairly nervous. Um, so, and it, it's one of the most important moments in modern anymore, guys. It's, it's like, like, could you imagine the the change that we could accomplish if, um, if fucking, if fucking Ed Davis pulls down a rebound and says a cab, <laughs> the, the streets would run wild if that happened. We're this. The amount of change that playing basketball and screaming out random shit could accomplish. I don't know, man. I think we're just yeah. we're just giving it up. Yeah. Every quarter is eleven fifty nine because fuck twelve. Woo! <laughs> 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 um, there we go. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a compelling argument. I mean, you know, I, like, gosh, I mean, these NBA players are so rich. I, I just sometimes kind of wish they'd, they'd put their money where uh, their mouths are. Sometimes hey, them, I, I, just, them just stalling right now is good. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I can't, where I can't imagine basketball being on my TV right now. Because like the last time we saw basketball was everyone like stunned and freaking out about Rudy Gobert. Like that feels like so long ago, <laughs> yeah. and I can't yeah. imagine. Like, do you remember the paranoia? Of it was like I felt like everyone had it this the day yeah. after Rudy yeah. Gobert had it. So it was like the second one of them catches it is just gonna feel like that all over again, and everyone's gonna shut it down and be like, remember why they shut down the season to begin with? Like it, and that's it happened how you got like the second wave. Yeah, it happened like Curtains. three months ago. How do people forget? Like right. we were all terrified. We were so terrified that even Republican governors were like, oh yeah, we gotta shut everything down. <laughs> and, then, and then we just all forgot why we did it in the first place. It's like, I mean, and what happens if, like, like someone on, like, the Kings or, like, the Hawks gets it? Because, like, literally, they announced the NBA's plan, like, the day after Trey Young played in what looked like the most crowded gym ever assembled. Like, where zero people were wearing masks. <laughs> like, It seems, like, inevitable that, that something disastrous is going to happen. Right, so, but it's like, no what way. happens if, if one of the guys that, that isn't playing at Disney gets it? Like, do they say, like, oh, well, sucks, sucks to be you. Actually, we're, I, we're cha- I, changed my, I changed my opinion. I think this is a, a compelling sports media thing to talk about. That this crazy plan that's obviously not going to work. Right. <laughs> and that, that gets a, we get to yell about this, and then it, they never have to do anything. <laughs> It's it's just like think about I, I just think about how often I see like like people like who who have no real like freedom or autonomy like here in New York like people who are just like ground into dirt and are like can barely make their like one thousand dollar a month like rent payments and just have like fucking nothing when it comes to freedom are 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 going they're so beaten down but they are still getting out there 
going to the parks without, you know, without masks. And I think about, you know, people who have, you know, ostensibly, who are, you know, millionaires that have been doing okay. They're not going to fucking, what, you think they're going to stay in and watch fucking, I don't know. Huck Marvel's Black Widow? Yeah, like, say I'm the spy. Like, the, no, nobody's gonna do that shit. Like, All right, Sam, you, you don't gotta go there. That was a little harsh. Bring up that movie, that film. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. <laughs> All right, next headline um, from Woj: The NBA PA and league officials over the weekend found no indication that the NBA's return is in jeopardy, or that there's even a significant group of players ready to sit out. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I forgot to say this on the last headline. So obviously the, uh, when the whole Kyrie thing came out, right. Woj was the first one to write the fucking hit piece on him. And yes, then today absolutely. he came and then today he came back and he said, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Right. Like he literally works for ESPN, which, which is owned by Disney, which is the place that's hold. Right. So we can go there, but like he wrote the hit piece and then today he comes back or I forget it was today or yesterday and was like, Oh, well, um, you know, we, we we more players were in in agreement with Kyrie than we originally thought. And it's like, yeah, dude, he's he's like we said, he's the president of the of the MVP, oh, the vice my president. Man, of the MVP. My man did the my man did the uh, uh, Washington and Boston are rapidly losing hope of Al Horford and Jordan Nahas <laughs> with like labor labor relations, right? Like, so like, it's like, oh my, it's just like. I don't. I forget what the headline was, Matt. But I. I just needed to get that point. Oh, whoa, just thing. Yeah, like he, yeah. He, It's just nothing. He. Nothing he says, honestly, on this issue should be taken like at no. all seriously at all. Well, okay. And let me uh, let me, let me dovetail into another point that's like a little bit of a uh, a hot take uh, based on that about like NBA reporters and uh, reporting on this from you know beat reporters and NBA reporters. Um, Woj is a coward, as is every, you know, ESPN reporter who is making good money on this, you know, and that are, have the marching orders. I don't necessarily think we need to be going like I get I get why people are mad at them. But like NBA, the mo like most rank and file NBA beat writers are so fucking beaten down. Like we're talking about guys who make like 50K a year and get laid off every eight months like don't be surprised if those guys are like have to do what the NBA says or like lose their livelihood, like and have to, you know, get like a different job. I mean, it sucks, but like you can't be shocked that like somebody's not going to like, uh, you know, endanger, you know, their livelihood, especially in a cutthroat organization that like something like sports writing where it's so easy to get a scab to get somebody who will come in and say the exact shit that you're not willing to say. Next right, headline. yeah. Next headline. Per Walt Disney World sources, <laughs> Disney will make movies available for players and their families once they join. Right, this is likely Jesus. to include movies that have not been released to the general public, including Marvel's Black Widow. Oh, fuck. Per Walt Disney World sources, all food will be prepared <laughs> right. by Walt Disney World culinary teams, with some exceptions. Teams of players may Look, if I'm James Harden... If I'm James Harden, right, I spend the season, you know, like going to strip clubs, you know, enjoying myself, doing whatever I want, right? And, it, you know, I see that, right, from Keith. And it's like, you know what, like this, this is the new, like, this is how it's going to be. I like, you know, like, I, if I'm James Harden, I'm incredibly excited about that. Per Walt Club. Disney World source, host, hosting the M NBA and MLS is one of the biggest undertakings we've had since the opening of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way. By the way, also something else I was thinking about, 
about the re- the real reason everybody thinks that they like did the format the way they did to make sure that like the Pelicans and Zion got into the playoffs. That's not why. The reason they did that was it was to get the Pelicans in there, but it was so they'd have JJ Redick in the bubble, so he's able to <laughs> traffic people in and out of the bubble. So, but that's the real reason because JJ is so skilled at getting people in and out of. Let's say secure areas, sticky situations. Yeah, so let's say he's really good at getting people who have been designated for sex in and out of uh, high security areas. Jeez, JJ Reddick is a human trafficker. I don't know. I don't understand. Those people were just paying back loans with interest. <laughs> <laughs> it's all there in the contract. <laughs> They signed. They shouldn't have signed if they didn't want their oh. hand cut off. <laughs> Jokic's husky brothers <laughs> helping to get rid of That's right. We're going to get playfully anti-Slav on this pod, but hey, I, I can do it. Look, Eastern oh, Europe cool. has had it too good for too long, right? Too long. Nothing <laughs> bad has ever happened there. <laughs> We gotta cut this anti-slav. We gotta cut the anti-slav. <laughs> I, I, I won't be happy about it. Uh, headline in a, in a recent uh, chat group with Nets players, Kyrie Irving lobbied for skipping the bubble. The Daily News has learned in Let's that chat, he also proposed that the players can start their own league, according to a source. Let's go, commune. Look, league. I'm not gonna. League. I'm not gonna run a victory lap here, right? I'm just gonna say. I, I was right. That's that's all I'm saying about about Kyrie. Me me and and the riffs man and whoever else was on our 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 Kyrie is good and he's going to start a commune bit. I'm you know what? It's it's okay. The power of the post. Yeah. I I think so uh, this is kind of something I wanted to talk about because it's something that kind of gets brought up every once in a while and it, I think it's like a, a an interesting thing just because it is such a um, it is such an outlier when it comes to like labor stuff with like, you know, starting an own league because so many people like dismiss it inherently out of hand, which usually the people who do that are most of them are very stupid and don't actually like understand like what's going on. But it is, you know, there is a logistic problem with having. You, you know, governing, you know, if, if you do, I, I think we do need to acknowledge that there are some issues there would be with like governing over, um, you know, a players led um, the, the NBA has the same problem, like that the American economy has, especially if you believe reporting that like the league doesn't make any money and that like all the money is in, you know, franchise valuation. And basically if you believe that, well, but if you believe that, then, then it's all actually to- in China. Yeah, Josiah has been running all that stuff. But th- but I, I really do think that, like, and I, th- I think there is something to that, you know, that there I, I believe that, you know, I, I think it is believable that the owners are just playing, like, a game of musical chairs until this bubble pops where they're, you know, all buying and selling the teams. Wait, which, which bubble are we talking about? Of the, the franchise valuations, which are going Oh, up. okay, that Hypo- bubble. Yeah, because hypothetically you like the the problem that you would have again if you believe that there's actually no money to be made anywhere else in the NBA besides the, the franchise valuations because it's all an overhead 
um, and, you know, collective bargaining and all that other stuff the way it is now, you have to believe that the bubble, like, like, like you've got to believe that there's the only way you can kind of make money on the NBA is buying and selling franchises, which obviously, like, if the players owned it, you know, that causes a whole bunch of problems. Like, there's, like, all the all the traditional labor union stuff where it's, like, you know, how do you decide who gets what, who gets priority? And it's, you know, especially made hard because the NBA is a particularly, like, glaring labor force where it's very clear, you know, worker to worker who's bringing in the value. So it's, like, it's harder it'd be a much harder exercise in solidarity, you know, especially coming from the way the league is set up now where the superstars are rewarded. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard. It would be a very tough pitch to get a player owned league where, you know, you do have like a worker co-op type of thing and everybody's kind of sharing in the profits, but you know, the superstars are taking a bath, you know, it's a much better for the, you know, rank and file members. Um, but you know, kind of tying back to, you know, franchise valuation and stuff like that. It's also insanely hard to do the math on that. Like who gets what, who's buying and selling out, like who's cashing out, like when they, like who's finishing their careers well, at certain times. Like there's, there's a lot there. Like, it, and I, well, the superstars can pretty much be like betting against. So if you were to do that, you'd be betting that the franchise valuations would go down so much that it'd be more worth your, your interest to do it yourself and so you'd, be, you'd have to be basically shorting the nba yeah yeah <laughs> which right. honestly like i don't think like, which is honestly know. worth talking about yeah like, that's what i'm like saying that. like i just because i i really don't think like i mean this is not a problem exclusive to the nba like our entire fucking economy is built on like useless be a bullshit numbers being like pushed around it yeah literally just being pushed around a fucking spreadsheet like we don't <laughs> like, like, fr- i think that the entire economy is is funded entirely by debt and access to cheap credit and yeah. wild speculation are you insane yeah. Yeah. wouldn't that be wouldn't that be something if we didn't actually fucking make the only people who make anything in this country are our most like disenfranchised workers from like fucking countries we'd ran death squads through and gave them no option but to come here and fucking make uh pick uh, oranges for fucking nine hours uh, i mean you, you, anyway. you just see you Sorry. see it whenever there's like a uh, a team up for sale and they're like wild like estimations of their value and it's purely based on where they're located like what city and it's really like it comes down to the real estate that that team owns or whatever like so if you dissolve the property out of the league and you like like Kyrie decided to buy a college like a defunct college that he would house all the players on and then they would have like games and they would film them like yeah Sorry, I, got, you could I got I got too anim- I got too animated all the logistical problems seem to just be like small compared to what you would be doing in theory by having a players only like one you'd you'd basically be saying f you to all 30 franchises you'd you'd be starting from scratch yes and what that would mean oh that's an incredible logistical task but even but the the fact that they're i mean obviously i don't think they're going to do it i I think they're only bringing it up as a as a threat but the fact that they they should yeah oh absolutely absolutely. the fact that they even can at this point and that they know they can shows i 
I don't know, but it shows that they they know they have at least something. And would ESPN That's... break a contract with, you know, the NBA and NBA teams? No, these games would be, I don't know, might do something for like Spike TV or something. That's probably as far as like, and then also, also venues. Because they are under contract, so it would be functionally like a strike, right? Like, yeah. 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 I, it probably was just like a, a one-off um, sort of comment. Also, I than... Yeah, and I mean, Kyrie, John Holland. Know, it's all the same. All the same things we just said about you know when it's Kyrie who's saying it. It like uh, it it drags out. You know you've got the Adam Kaufmans who are going to come out and go. Ah, so, However, I, w- so I wouldn't. Stupid. I wouldn't put it past the richest players in the league to have talked about it before and yeah. have pre-existing plans with like I'm sure LeBron's gone to Nike before and been like, hey, like. If things go a little south, we don't get a good deal. Like I'm starting to leave with you guys because there's yeah, there's some just, players who got that clout, and we don't yeah, watch I mean, shit just, out of that. How oh, about it's just more a... fun to think of. It's, I feel like it's just more fun to think about like how you could have John Hollinger uh, de- devolve like a cool stat to tie it to like uh, salary equity. In, in the <laughs> PER for uh, I mean, win shares, yeah. like actual win shares, folks. We're talking no, about honestly, shares. No, honestly, no, because in a player's only in a player's own league, the salary cap would just be fifteen dollars, and every player gets a price between <laughs> one and five dollars, one and three dollars. You get to make five. five dollars. <laughs> you get Kyrie bucks, dude. <laughs> but, no, it would. It, it could. It could be. Is like I've been trading for this my whole life. Well, this is perfect for Spencer Dinwiddie and his uh his Bitcoin ventures, right? Like maybe this could be his foot in the door. I want to I want to get to Spencer Dinwiddie in like two seconds, but I do, I do want to like just finish real quick on that idea, like because I, I I don't know I I think it's important to talk about you know the the idea of like a players only league because obviously like it is effectively like statistically impossible and like I I understand that and you know there is. Players only. I, I also do think players that only, baby. <laughs> I do. I, I do think, however, that uh, you know, one. I think. I think the owners lie about how much money they they're making. Um, I, I would put no. a lot of down <laughs> on the fact that they are actually making a profit. And you can say all you want about you know, oh, it's a it's a um, dick swinging thing to them. Like they like status. I'm sure all that's true. But at the end of the day, these guys like seeing Black Line go burr, go burr up, and there's. <laughs> Like Tillman Fertitta, it's very embarrassing for Tillman Fertitta to have everyone know that he's broke. He doesn't give a shit. He's still selling off the team, like like because line needs to go burr. That's how these guys are wired. Well, and it would, it, it, I mean these 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 uh, NBA owners, they they own these like transnational corporations, and it would certainly be uh, a dark day indeed if we found out that even with uh, super exploitation of third world that they. Uh, could not yeah. make a profit, profit. any longer. Yeah. That would that would be extremely alarming if if uh, if that information. Oh nah, man, I, I think it's looking kind of tight for Dan Gilbert right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, we have a new sponsor. <laughs> rocket Super Rocket Crash Mortgage Challenger Mortgage. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, please. Please, please indulge me for my last two minutes on this, just because it's very important to me. But, but like, I really do think that, like, the you know, the owners are hiding the money. But even if they aren't, it's it, and it's a moot point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 
that you, you run into all the same problems that unions have always had about they're dividing things. There's a lot of money. It's complicated. I get it. I, I bottom line, they're. I like I, unions, but not for us. Yeah. Well, I just think that you know, like my bottom line is, I, there's no way removing a DeVos fail child from the equation doesn't get everyone more money. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like there's just no way that that's that's how things go. That's but that's physics. Yeah. But also, like, you know, again, like Wolf brought up before, this point is moot because, A, we wouldn't actually see, like, a, a player, co like, worker co-op. It would just be, like, another league <laughs> that they started with, like, more money. <laughs> like you said, it'd be, like, Nike <laughs> instead. Like, it wouldn't – so it's it's a moot point. But, again, like Wolf said, the, the point here is to threaten. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's realistic enough that I would not fuck with them if I were the owners. Let me put it that way. You don't want to push them. Anyway, yeah, that's we, it. We do that's we do have an ad read, though, for uh, Shrinkist. <laughs> if uh, you want to read this. Let the Sam. people know, Efren. Shrinkist? This is a mental health treatment for those of you on the go. Do you ever <laughs> wish? Do you ever wish that men liked therapy as much as they like bacon? <laughs> Well, now, Shrinkist gives you action movies that double as therapy because that's men's barrier to mental health. That's not that it's $700 a session. <laughs> it's that men are just too much of fucking pussies to go get therapy. Uh, yeah, me and uh, me and Danny, we've been using uh, we've been using dude wipes uh, for years uh, when, when you guys, uh, you know, during our, uh, you know, the NBA has been uh, canceled for a while now, but during the live games, we used to uh, we used to dude wipe each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know, pr pr promo code uh, cap space uh, for for ten percent off your your dude wipes. When your brain is working overtime and making your balls sweat, <laughs> use dude wipes. <laughs> I think I think dude wipes will protect the bubble. If you give everyone three packs of dude wipes, there's no way that any COVID will get in. Yeah, uh, so like... We do. Multiple stages. I'll wipe down Danny with the dude wipes. He'll be a wipe down dude. Danny will wipe me down with the dude. He'll wipe down John Hollinger. John Hollinger will wipe down me. It's called the triangle of dude wipes protection. It yeah, forms a, uh, a locking mechanism, if you will, where no COVID can enter and only dudes are getting wiped on the inside. Oh uh, yeah, so I don't know if you guys heard earlier, uh, Corey uh, Lewandowski with the, uh, you know, he said that, that baby was doing, uh, he was doing good poo poo in his in his diaper. He was he was filling up his diaper uh, for for Papa Dicky. Uh, so so <laughs> Papa Dicky actually uh, used the the dude wipes uh, on on the baby. Uh, it was it was amazing. I, I watched. <laughs> Do not use dude wipes on your daughter, or she will be trans. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I actually I, I ate a dude wipe because, uh, like I said, like Danny, he had uh, COVID, uh, so I ate a dude wipe to you know make sure my my respiratory tracts were all dude wiped, and here I am today, uh, healthy. Uh, next headline. Uh, <laughs> trans rights, by the way. Yes. A uh, Christopher Columbus statue in Boston beheaded. Hell yes. <laughs> Classic be Italian burial in the Charles River. Wait, what was the what was the what, 
when we used to do Junk Kings and Drag Screens, what was the bit that Italians were? It's like anti-vaxxers? <laughs> I can't even remember. Yeah, it's just, oh, Mamma mia, the smallpox, they took it off of my face. <laughs> ah, they pulled it right down on the ground. Mamma mia, I love my pasta fazoo. And also, uh, getting, getting inoculated causes autism. <laughs> <laughs> My insides look like a gabagool. Ah! <laughs> Mama, please! You're gonna get the transmitters from the government into your bloodstream! <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what was the, what was the headline? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I was gonna say that Columbus got whacked, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, the pod, as a podcast, whenever we hear, like, Italian, just all, our eyes all light up, and it's just five minutes of anti-Italian. Well, it's, it's never racist. Yeah, it's never Look, racist. It's, yeah, I mean, and even if it was, it's 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 on a hiatus now while uh, while we still got uh, Billy D and uh, and Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, Andrew oh. Cuomo is validating every, like, bit of racism. He's... he's, he's <laughs> He's doing for anti-Italian stuff what Dershowitz does for anti-Semitism. Like, oh my God. Feel, feel free to cut that if you need to. But, but, no, that one in the same. Um, yeah. that, that was all, I, all I know about the Columbus statue is I was definitely asleep. <laughs> you were, yeah. You can, you, can ask, you can ask everyone in my house. They can corroborate that that night. Between those hours, I was asleep. I, I no was further question. Am I being detained? <laughs> I was there with you. I uh, I saw you asleep. I was in the corner. Speaking of Cuomo, uh, next headline: A cab tweets woman who identified as Cuomo sexual a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about that's my for, wife. That's, <laughs> that's reductious. Uh, so good, but that's uh, great. no. There, I mean, uh, it is. For a second, I mean, like there, there has been a profound transformation of yeah. American political culture in the last month. I think you saw like support for Black Lives Matter have like a thirty-five point swing um, in, the, in the last few weeks, um, and it's really cool to see. But uh, yeah. um, I hope, I hope, like whenever I mean, God knows when COVID will be over, but I hope it like stays rooted. Like you know, like the, 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 these gains are you know. Not just like people being fucking wanting to get out of the house or something like that. I don't. I don't think it is for the most part. But like, I think there is like this, all this COVID shit is just. I don't. Know. You don't. No. Un, you don't unwatch a police station get burned down. That's like, true. That, that, hard. That, was, that, that hard was to go back. That was a first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that was that, um, that was a watershed moment. Um, I just. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm just so. I'm so pessimistic when it comes to like uh, just the political figures, like are, are just neutering fucking everything. Cool. That's yeah. that's their job, but yeah. Um, I think more than ever, people realize that, or at least yeah. they realize that they, those people don't care. Yeah. Like, why? What's voting gonna do? Why do I care? That's. I think that's the prevailing. Yeah, attitude. I think it's a, I think that's the majority <laughs> opinion. I, I think that. Um, most people are kind of confused uh, what to do about it. Um, I, th I think people are kind of sick of the, you know, liberal NGO path for uh, bringing about social change. And I think there's a, a desire for um, profound social transformation. Uh, but I think most people are 
uh, fairly confused about how to do it. Um, can you can you imagine? Can, can you imagine like going back in time and telling like us on this podcast like yeah like um uh, Nancy Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer are wearing uh, kente cloths but <laughs> guys weren't even gonna talk about it on the podcast. There's, that's like didn't even chart. That was just in and out gone like down the memory hole. That's it like, did give it did give us the video of them trying to get out. That rock. That was <laughs> great. That was so cool. I mean, I I keep the one that doesn't seem to go away for me of like all the stuff that's like come and gone and just been insane. Is I do the the David Guetta one. Like it, it's too. That one's too. This one's for you, man. <laughs> I made this beat for you, brothers, man. It's like wow, it's crazy. I put this down on the beat machine, and it spit out some Martin Luther King, my brothers and sisters, man. What's cracking? I can't. He's like that. That is the culture that gave us Charlie Hebdo. Like that is just like. I ha- I love. Shout out to his family. That's, that's a verbatim quote, by the way. That one's not. I I hadn't watched that for like I think the first week after. Like I watched the first couple seconds. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just gonna be stupid or whatever. And then like the week, like a week after it came out, I watched it and I realized that he put like the "I Have a Dream" speech over his music. I have a dream. Boom. <laughs> that one day. <laughs> Solomon is like he, you can see in his head like killed it on this one David everybody's yeah. gonna love it <laughs> everybody's gonna love this man you did it <laughs> you saw racism thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh that's so cool David get it so. I, I, I think there's reason to be optimistic I, I think we have at least an opportunity to to do something i'm uh, a lot more optimistic than i was when bernie dropped out um because i i, I was full hell world yeah. at that point yeah. so now it's like it's still hell world and things are still going to be very bad but at least there's like a small chance there's something good waiting on the other side if we get through it so that's nice yeah and i'm i was i'm not as i'm not as optimistic as i was like two weeks ago like yeah. the like the day after like the precinct burned down and then protests happened everywhere for a second there it was like oh shit like yeah <laughs> the cool is a big one. baby yeah exactly but I, the, the 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 internal cooling mechanisms of yeah. of capital kicked in and and uh, simmered us down i will say you had like extremely blue blood protestant like dead eye like my friends from school <laughs> at the Ivy League, um who who were like a cab donate to bail funds and i was like jesus what what did they <laughs> they really fucked up like how, how did you lose new haven <laughs> like god but hey i mean we're getting there you know what i'm saying like this is you are seeing the cracks like forming it was it was such an inflection point because like it is you know cultural you know it is one of the few things you can get like libs on you know what i'm saying like they understand yeah. they understand racism is bad so like that was you know yeah well, but on that, my street today even... i saw uh, republicans 
not for Trump sign on the street, <laughs> and it warmed my little heart, you know? Was, Hell yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> it warmed my little heart. Bill Crystal, Bill Crystal to out in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Bill Crystal says Black Lives Matter. But it, Thank you, Bill. It's been so cool to, to, be, to see people just kind of like wholesale reject a lot of the uh, reformist solutions. Yeah, that uh, is cool. To, uh, to this problem of uh, 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 racial injustice and uh, the, the carceral system in general. Um, and I, I think the, the wide recognition of that's important. Now, obviously, turning that into some sort of uh, coherent uh, political strategy, uh, I think we're a long way from that. I think we've had too many decades of depoliticization to uh, be able to uh, turn that switch on immediately. Uh, but yeah. in, uh, the, the, tri- the, the trigger for this was, I mean, people are tired of watching black people be killed online by the police. Like, it's, it's honestly sometimes that simple. Like, in, in 92, people watched Rodney King get beat and, and not get justice, and they rioted like this in L.A., and now we're seeing like a, a Rodney King and a half every week. And so yeah. eventually, yeah. People, with all this stuff going on, COVID, you know, no sports, whatever, people were just like, oh, I'm done. And I'm the only way, for, well, I don't want to say the only way forward because it is. No one knows, bad. no one knows anything about where we're going yeah, now. But right, yeah. I mean, if, you, if, there is some, if there is something to build off the energy, it is of like around black people and around yeah. like this is. This is for, like it. I don't want to say just around like quote unquote Black Lives Matter because like that's like now an official foundation or whatever, and that's like a, a a place with its own goals, and that it's it's obviously way bigger than that, and it's way bigger, and and obviously there are all these other elements included in this because white people wouldn't also be burning down these same buildings if it was just about black people like that black people have been protesting black people dying for forever like there's a there's a reason it sparked everywhere now and it's just crazy that we're at a point that we can we're debating day day in day out like is it is it is it okay to burn down Wendy's if someone gets killed outside of it? <laughs> like I, you told me this gonna be what we're talking about two months ago, I would have been like, no way. <laughs> like ever, I've been like they would shut, they would shoot you dead for even, for even implying, for even going near the Wendy's, and now we're right. talking about like is it is it okay to snitch on the person you see burning down the Wendy's? And it's like yeah, this is this is the I'm just I like taking a step back and realizing that the terrain has sh- shifted so much so fast. Yeah, I'm just saying like the only thing cut, you cut what, like half what I've learned. <laughs> I know from the, a lot of arms. from the yeah. From the data points I've collected was the more fire, the more potential law reforms that get suggested. So, I mean, as the peace, as the as the protests of like, you know, just um, observational, just like significance happens, the libs are just going to try to like turn that into like voting reform, which is definitely obviously not like an actual material benefit so and on just like a That's... base level because fire is cool and it's it's nice to watch and <sighs> yeah it's warm and it dances and there's it, a neuroticism <laughs> to it and it's, it's, cle- it's, and it's nature's cle- fireworks baby and it's cleansing and arson is the only way to get into heaven hey you want to go, go technically like the reason why we have fi- forest fires all over the place is because there we we stopped fire we came in and we said nature 
stop stop doing fires all the time. And now we now we created mega fires that in, take like entire states. So well, Prometheus rocks. Things to consider, man. Thank you, man. I, I really appreciate that. Fire, <laughs> great. I think what we're or, saying, or he or did that for could, us. We can get some, or we can get a reform where the cops pinky swear to only <laughs> kill three people a week. <laughs> And they, they super promised to, guys, for sure. They're definitely going to do it. For real. Um, unless their life was in danger. Which, yeah. don't worry, it never is. Listen, like, the, the funniest thing about the, like, Trump doing this fucking, like, ban chokeholds, except if, like, it's better than, like, giving them $300 million to, to kill Trump. more people, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Trump's great because he doesn't know better, and he's just immediately shifting the Overton window. Like he's just slamming it shut. Like these are things that the Democrats probably wanted to that use like as their platform, the and Trump's like, Democrats. "Nope, this is what I'm choosing." <laughs> oh, <laughs> even, even Trump was like, "Oh man, it sucks for George Floyd and his family." Like he would love to see. Like e- even Trump wasn't like, "Oh, he deserved it or whatever." He's so like, like the the Democrats couldn't. couldn't they couldn't just be like he should be arrested and and yeah, stop that. That's why Trump's that's why that's why like Trump like I don't know everybody says he's like I don't, everyone says he's like a fascist and it's like he's like he's just cruel and stupid like yeah he doesn't have the ideological commitments to like be a fascist. He just like he sees what's in front of him. He's breaking all the things that the the real fascists will pick up and put back together. Right, like he's he's just like, he's the bull in the china shop, destroying everything we thought was liberal democracy, and then yeah. someone's someone's gonna see the enormous vacuum and and be like, oh, this is a great place to put white supremacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for home. Exactly. It is. Um, it, it is like so funny. You can just see that, like that, like the defining characteristic of like conservatives right now is like uh, someone who owns the libs and just how far they're willing to like you know compromise that like trump is like literally just like a uh like uh and i mean this like just in the most like base way like he's like a media queen like he like loves gossip and like all that other stuff which is like the least a tough guy thing and like everybody thinks they're gonna own him by like saying like wow look he likes he thinks Graydon Carter is like uh, is like something that's the man that you tough Republicans like isn't that crazy and you've got like lumberjacks and like uh, got grizzled guys like that who are just like racist being like yeah actually I do think Graydon Carter's Vanity Fair party is no longer hot thank you sir like there's no nobody gives a shit there's no there's no ref for this stuff you can't appeal to anyone they don't give a shit they they want they hate you they don't give a fuck like it's awesome hate, it's just yeah. and liberal liberals have become the exact same in, in reverse they're just mirrors right. of each other they forgot what they were mirroring and to begin with it's just they yeah. just want to be the opposite of the other and that's it that's yes, their only exactly existing yeah headline john stewart blasts trump as a malevolent mr magoo Holy what? shit! Can he <laughs> say that? You're gonna, you're gonna bleep that oh, out in the final yeah, part. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I'm definitely bleeping. I think we gotta cut this part. Say that. God. 
If you guys, if you guys were gonna say this on the show, I didn't know I was like, I might, maybe I gotta close Skype because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll that, that was worse than the Slavic and Italian racism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, inter inter white racism, fine. Okay. When you guys, when you guys get outside of Mr. Magoo is ableist. Wait, can I? Okay, I, yeah, I, I think I'm missing, I'm missing the joke. Obviously, is there a? Do we want to explain it, or it's okay if we obviously can't? Like, where? What about interwoven no. racism? No, what Mr. Magoo is? Is <laughs> oh, that? Am I Jack, missing something? Jack, there? Jack, do you really not know what Mr. Magoo is? Correct. I don't either. So, I don't, if you want. Oh, really? God damn it! I'm so old. It's like yeah. old, It's like an old. Uh, like Hanna Barbera, like cartoon. He's like a blind man who like just wanders through like dangerous situations, but nothing bad happens to him. Like the joke is that he's blind, but nothing bad happens. It's like a very simple, very stupid concept. <laughs> I think that's... Leslie Nielsen portrayed him in a movie. Yep, yep. He sounds <laughs> sexy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he was the first uh, council of dads. That fucking sucks. I'm so I feel so old. <laughs> Fuck you guys. God damn it. So what I, I think we're trying to say is that uh, uh, capitalism will lead us all to ruin, um, and that uh, there's there's only one way out, and that uh, Jalen Brown awesome. should be the revolutionary strategy by Mike McNair. Is <laughs> 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 that where we're headed now? It is cool that Jalen is like, like Jalen fucking rocks, man. The yeah, man drove. It's also still hours. very vague. What he, like the things that he says. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that's just being like a high-profile NBA player. Like he's he's going way further than anybody else. Yeah, and he's also like I think he like I don't know. It's like he's he's still obviously very young. Like yeah. so, a lot of the things still like I'm sure he's still like. Obviously, I don't want to speak for him because I'm fucking white and he's not like I, it's not my place. But like, I'm sure he's still like learning a lot of the things that he's learning about a lot of the things that he's saying. Like, obviously, like what? Like, I, I mean, yeah, like not to make like a wild comparison, but like Fred Hampton was only 21. So like Jalen or whatever he was like Jalen Brown can be like, obviously not to you know compare Jalen to, to Fred Hampton. But like, you know, it's possible for someone to be young and to be, you know, well read and well you know, versed and knowledgeable in these things. Like, it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility. Well, this is... This Jack gets be... the award for first mention of Fred Hampton on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. This would be... This award would be is the, a visit for me. Yeah, go ahead. This would be the opportunity for him to grow into something like that if he wants it. And right. I think if you... And that that's why I, I, I hesitate to be like, oh, I, I don't think he's doing enough or he, or what, what does he, doesn't he know? Like that there has never been an opportunity like this. So I can't, I don't know how he's going to react. So, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> like, as I said, I don't even know if the NBA is even going to come back. So we have, so we have so much terrain to traverse between now and then opportunities will come up. Opportunists will come up. Um, all right. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about before signing off? Does anyone else have anything we do, on their mind? Yeah, we we want to. Ephraim, uh, Ephraim brought it up before, but um, we, we gotta we gotta go back to our good friend uh, Spencer Dimwitty. Uh, <laughs> Bitcoin McCain. So that's the the coolest. Uh, what's cooler? It's like Justin Timberlake in Social Network. What's cooler than uh, almost getting kicked out of the NBA for a Bitcoin scheme? 
almost getting kicked out of the NBA for a Bitcoin scheme twice. Let's go. I I love that he's so committed to like being a cryptocurrency nerd that like he's just like throwing away like millions of dollars. Like I don't know. Like my 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 sister's my uh, my sister's like brother-in-law is like uh, he he just like loses like a couple hundred on Bitcoin all the time, but like Spencer Dinwiddie is out here trying to like throw away like ten million dollars, which honestly like fucking respect. Yo, and you know, you got me feeling crazy. Well, you know, it's, you know it's a good idea because Haralabob Vulgaris likes it. So. Sam, that's fucking weep shit right now because if you didn't understand, he could take that $10 million and invest it into graphics mm-hmm. cards and they could build their own server farm and then they, could mine, yeah. they could mine the coins right. and then create future revenue for the entire league. So they could base their entire league on cryptocurrency at the yeah, commune. But, but he'd have to play for and whatever then, shitty fan base gathered the money to, to play for their <laughs> team, right? Because that was a stipulation. I'll let I you just, guys choose who my go-to. There's definitely got to yeah, be some rich, be no teams. There's, def- there's definitely some rich guy drug that makes you more amenable to Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, it's, it's, Bitcoin, it's fucking VC culture. <laughs> no, no. Bitcoin is just like, it's like the, it's like the hard distillation of like thinking you're smarter than everybody else. Like, 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 so that's like what it is. Is it's like a just a, a genuine like a crystallization of Dude, like the it's belief. Fucking like gold mining it. with your brain. <laughs> like if you just think hard enough, you can just pull gold like, out. I'm gonna, of your fucking I'm gonna, I'm gonna reinvent money, except it's gonna have none of the properties of what makes money money, <laughs> and all of the complication and things that make me money. Check this out. No, it's, it's literally just numbers, baby. <laughs> Blockchain, and and then also blockchain, and then profit. We're gonna you do it, all, baby. You see all these numbers in this computer? You see this code? That means you have to sell me the heroin now. They put mathematics behind a literal pyramid scheme, and then they like hooked them all together and called it a chain. Who am I to judge? There's definitely like a deal. there's definitely like a real estate guy who like. It's like low seven figures who got like beheaded by the cartel because he was like trying to do like deals for like heroin and like Bitcoin. <laughs> like that definitely happened somewhere. Like Bitcoin, Bitcoin that man, Christopher like, Columbus. The only thing I can think, like, what else is there on Earth to buy in Bitcoin other than drugs? Like, even still, like after it's gone through so many problems. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. and it's, yeah. it's just like is. I feel like there's just like one guy still buying drugs in Bitcoin who's the the sole demand for all Bitcoin now and he's just like, Man, why does it keep getting so expensive? <laughs> <laughs> and like petty like petty like like the like the typical like plugs that everybody has, they're not gonna buy things in like Bitcoin and mailing the drugs. They wanna come over and play Playstation with you. Yeah. Hang out. <laughs> the, like, the they're, not, they're not denying that. The, the yeah, they want they wanna go at they want to go on a drive with you in their SUV while their girlfriend sits in the front seat, and they yeah. listen to, and then they listen, and then they listen to Trapped Headstrong from a YouTube video. <laughs> and they pass Try that. And, keep you on. And then at one, and then at like one forty-seven, they pass the uh, phone back to you with it still playing. Say, hey, you can click around and find something else to listen. Yeah. To. <laughs> 
Okay. I, so not not to like change the subject too much, but apparently uh, Ennis Cantor is doing a Zoom rally with Congressman Elliot Engel uh, of New York oh, this yeah. Thursday. Very, <laughs> very cool. Awesome. Well, dude, I love... I, I've come around on Ennis. I thought he was just like a, a, like a neoliberal like shill. Like, 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 like uh, and was just like do like whatever for like the State Department, which like probably is like a little bit true. But like him like turning up at the rallies and stuff, I think he's just like a dumb guy. Like he's yeah. just like a Democrat. <laughs> like, like, That's like, it's, yeah. just, it's just like, I think he's just well-intentioned and just he- like, like it just doesn't like look into politics that much like somebody tells him like this guy's good and he's like yeah all right he's good <laughs> he's, a de- he's, he's happy a to not be in turkey yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's like I... everyone he's rating everyone on the like uh akp like uh, scale of... <laughs> he's happy and that he is here and turkaloo yeah. is over there <laughs> <laughs> um Speaking of um, going back to uh, a malevolent Mr. Magoo, we haven't even talked about the fight with the turns in the uh, the, the Brian O'Ringer saga. Jeez, oh Louise, <laughs> which which has been intense. Uh, we saw this coming, right? I've I've been blocked, so I've missed a lot of the good stuff. But yeah, um, same. Okay. I saw well, that there was like free science got in there so at some point, so yeah, that's always that's, good. Black Lives Matter, it was uh, a bizarre defense of Carl Malone impregnating a teenager. Uh, and that was just all of, like, the last, like, four days. Right, like, every other day at this point, like, I see a screenshot of one of his tweets, you know, grace grace my timeline. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, police brutality is bad, but... And then the other day it was like, well, uh, you know... Impregnating a 13-year-old... Yeah, impregnating a 13-year-old is bad, but, like, the, the man's life can't I am OG. by that. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I want you, Brian. Is it? Wouldn't it be funny if it like turned out like, like you were just like uh, going around Instagram and like Dan Blazarian came up and he's wearing a Washington Wizards three quarter zip. Like... <laughs> no, I was. I had, a, I had a funny thing. I was. I was just thinking in the in the in the black book screenshot. Mad <laughs> ringer, comma Brian. <laughs> Brian, Brian, like accidentally met Epstein, and like he didn't, he he just heard he had a scouting job for him, and he <laughs> just went with it. But, like the man loves to scout. Oh my he god! For the WNBA though, <laughs> not the WNBA. <laughs> that was that's one of the coolest, like. I mean, say what you want about Brian. That's like that's like some all time like shit posting though. Like that's just posting at the highest level. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could be a professional basketball player. <laughs> that's just like dumb shit you'd say. Like, uh, my dad could like beat the shit out of your dad. Like, it's great online. Sometimes people get in this position where they get so mad that they've dug themselves in on all sides and they can't not double down all the time anymore. <laughs> like you're just stuck. You can't, you can't retreat to anywhere because you've just dug in everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and he's in that, he can't even log off. Like, yeah. <laughs> then, like the, then they'll win too. Like you, you have no choices. Seems like Amy, Sa- Ter- Sa- Amy, not- Amy Therese hit that oh point. All wild. That's yeah, what, that's an analogy. Like, Brian over here and Amy Therese. <laughs> I was just, I, I, tell me I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Anna Kay, 
Like mm. I want a pod. I want a three man pod with them. Anna Kay, Amy Therese, and uh, Brian O'Ringer. Um, <laughs> they 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 probably would all get along talking about SJWs. <laughs> like, true. <laughs> oh God. I have right, well, um, here, so I don't really know. It's bad. Jake, you're, uh, dude, you're all right. <laughs> Save yourself. Okay. I, can't be- I, can't- I was ahead. kind of hoping we'd, be- we'd have a Brett Stevens column by now for me to have something. <laughs> oh, but- well, you know he's cooking up a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, was just, I literally I was, can't wait. I was <laughs> just thinking earlier before we were recording, like, I haven't heard Nate Silver's name in a while. I'm like, what am I he's cooking up? No, yeah, <laughs> no, he's seated the Florida. Maddie, Maddie is just in there in the post, like doing hook shots. Like Nate can't, Nate can't get off the bench because Matt Iglesias is just soaking up those minutes. He's doing the LeBron forty-six minutes a game with the pseudo race science. Like he's, he's out there. He's, he's twenty fifteen finals LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's gonna lose, know, but he's man. going down swinging. Yeah. Instead of instead of getting the cramps in the hot Spurs gym, he's uh, he's uh, can't get any treats from Delivery.com, and he's just hanging uh, out with his tummy rumbling. Wait, that was a real thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, him and I was like, what to mean, say? That, what... That's quite a metaphor there, Sam. <laughs> yeah. It actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Oh my God. He's not as good as the real snack man, John Podhoritz, but uh, <laughs> going on 900 tweets. to him. What? He's morphing into him. Yeah, oh, no, he really, like, literally, quite physically <laughs> turning into him. He and, he and Michael Tracy are both. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, that's the other one. Michael Tracy has been on Was one. It- He's the Sam, other one. Were you the like, one that was like Wario and uh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? What did somebody said? Well, what did somebody? Somebody had a tweet about Michael Tracy that I can't remember. It was something about him being Wario. Well, no, it was Manny Iglesias was Mario, and yeah. that's what it is. Manny Iglesias is Mario, and and, uh, and and Michael Tracy's Wario, and that means. Red Scare Anna is uh, Waluigi. I think we've lost all of our basketball um, fans over the last 30 yeah, minutes. Sure. Um, cool. But that's okay. We don't need them. Uh, everybody's, no, everybody's brain poisoned. Everyone's been terminally online, so now everyone else knows <laughs> but, all the characters. Yeah, like all of us do. So we, we have to follow suit. We have no choice. The, the masses are, are racing ahead of the ATO pod. Uh, and, the, you know, Kyrie Irving and company are going to lead us into a glorious revolutionary future. Um, and uh, that's... Yeah, Kyrie, buy, Kyrie, buy the ATO pod. We're, we're for sale. Yeah. We'll be your reporters. I, I don't think you can afford it. I will, I, will <laughs> help, I will help you make an Uncle Drew where it's just John Wick, but with landlords. So, Mike, Michael Pembroke yeah. has the price. Oh, Spencer Dinwiddie buy the ATO show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say about that. Spencer did what he one hundred percent. That Kickstarter would have worked if if it were the Lakers two years ago, like before they got <laughs> Davis and LeBron. That absolutely would have worked. All right, everybody. Um, I think we're gonna call it for a day. 
Uh, thanks to Wolfgang for Thank you. dealing with our nonsense Woo! for the past yeah, 80 minutes. Wolf. <laughs> no, I, I egged you guys on. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Wolf and, is back. Uh, He's still good, baby. Ow. <laughs> and we'll see you next yeah. time here on the, the real, ATM. The real heads. Trust Bobbus, you know, uh, Bombus, go to bombus.com slash capspace. Uh, you know, we, we talk about it all the time here on the show. Uh, go to this site and use uh, promo code uh, capspace for 20% off your first art order. Bombus are the most comfortable socks uh, in the history of feet. Uh, when, when, when you know, little Danny, Danny uh, 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 passed from the, uh, uh, the coronavirus, uh, I, I put little Bombus on his cute little feet uh, and make him all warm again. So... Danny. Oh no, I died! <laughs> uh, so, I love the idea of, like, of, um, Dan- of, of, um, because now that he's got John Hollinger, Nate Duncan is trying to, like, <laughs> he's trying to kill, he's trying to kill off Danny for the insurance money. <laughs> like, like, he took out a life insurance policy against Danny. He keeps, like, he keeps, like, trying to, like, drop steel beams on him, but Danny's, like, reading a book and, like, wanders through them and skating. It's like a cartoon. Mr. Malou. Full circle, baby. Nate, Nate, Nate puts uh, Nate puts uh, bleach in, in Danny's milkshakes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just gets radical hair. He's <laughs> just a, he's it's it's like Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner. Like Nate just keeps like building like TNT like bombs. And Danny, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nate, Nate paints a tunnel on the side of a mountain. Uh, and, and him and Danny go go for a walk. <laughs> Danny goes, Danny goes, oh, mid level exception, and just zips right through it. <laughs> and Nate tries to go through it, but he, it's not as soft as his helix sleep mattress. <laughs> he breaks his neck, and it's like an accordion popping up and down. <laughs> God fucking damn it! We had this riff right after Ethan stopped recording. God no, damn he's it! Recording. No, I, recorded. <laughs> ah. I recorded. Oh, shit.